0: Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that fasten your seatbelts; it's going to be a bumpy night. Oh, <laughs> shall introduce, dun dun dun. Well, welcome back. I'm Leah and I am joined by Bonnie and Cammy and we are talking about our one cool Marvel gal. So Barney has already talked about Wheezy. Who I already adore, uh, but before we dive back in, I'm going to see what is going on on the Gals Guide calendar. So for the week of July 18th through the 24th at Gals Guide on Thursday, June 21st, we are having our second film club meeting. Yay! Yay! We're going to be talking about the film Captain Marvel starring Brie nice. Larson. So film club is in person and online. But you do need to register so you can get that link and all that kind of good stuff. So register for Film Club. We're having a new film that we talk about every month. And, of course, it's Marvel Month, so Captain Marvel it is. Check out this cool event and all of our calendar events at galsguide.org. So now I have a random get-to-know-you question. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. So Marvel has a series, of course, of comic books. They also have, like, um, standalone novels. But just talking about the movies, so just focusing on the movies of Marvel, my question is, what is one movie that you would recommend for people to watch?
1: I'm gonna cheat.
0: Yes. Uh
1: sh- On no, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: WandaVision. Oh WandaVision, yes, yes do the TV yes, series. Wanda-
1: yeah. Yes. WandaVision I'll take it. Yes. has been the most amazing little mini series yeah. thing. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, and it's a very good standalone piece like, yeah, like to it. Don't,
1: I don't. You don't really have to really know anything
2: about Marvel. Yeah, just right. the base it's level. Give you what you need.
0: I think it flashes back within it too, yeah. like the stuff that you would need to know. It gives you a flashback. So
2: I mean, except if you want that line to really break your soul of "I can't feel you." Yes. Unless you need that to break you. Right. Then I don't think you really need to have seen their interactions beforehand. Even then it's only like two movies.
0: If you watch all of the movies, you get more depth and nuance to it, but it can totally jokes. Yeah.
1: She recast her brother. Yes. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that one is adorable. And you do get quite a few characters like you get the guy from Ant Man. Mm-hmm. And you get the uh girl from Thor. Detective so you get Wu and Darcy. Yep, yeah. exactly. So I mean you're Not kind detective,
2: of detective. Oh my god, close enough.
0: Yes. Lieutenant? I don't know. Okay. Um agent. yes, agent. agent. There you go. Yes. <laughs> His so first you, name is Agent. <laughs> so you get a little bit of the other property sort of things mm-hmm. that are kind of sprinkled in there. And you get the the cutest of the characters too. And you get it messing
2: with the fans the most of what are we gonna do next? That show is unpredictable, and that's yeah, kind of why it was my favorite. It
0: goes to different um Different decades. It was a complete Mm -hmm.
2: mystery of what was going on. Mm -hmm. It was absolutely amazing. Yeah, (laughs) it's
0: basically watching a woman's mental breakdown.
2: Oh yes, it is (laughs) great. Like (laughs) the the whole thing of just
1: like (laughs) allowing a woman to like grieve. Yes, yeah, (laughs) is just so great
0: and grieve in different ways because like every episode is her grieving in a different Mm -hmm. way or grieving a different part of him and their relationship and her future and stuff like that. Yeah, no, I yeah, completely beautiful, agree. Beautiful
2: agree. and devastating, all in one.
0: You projection. almost were going to cover Scarlet Witch as your one cool gal. I, I
2: love her. Yeah, I, she's very good. Yeah. Mm, with what they did to Multiverse of Madness, I'm still, I'm mildly annoyed, but I'm also, I feel like they handled it all right. I don't know. They I'm made her
0: complex.
2: Torn. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, it's um, mm, I. But at I, the end, yeah. you didn't. You didn't actually see it. Uh-huh. So, yeah. it's left
0: open. I yes. mean, all of them are left open.
2: It? it just it just sucks when they take my favorite character. It was lovely with WandaVision, but then yes. they made her evil and then killed her all in one movie. Right. It's just I don't it, mm. You're like,
0: but but
1: she's not evil. Mom. She's mm.
2: a mom. Right. Uh, Okay, Which but does it require murder? <laughs>
0: but then they're saying that moms are evil. It's kind of like if love is blind and God is love, then Ray Charles is God. Um <laughs> 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 if uh if moms are protective and moms kill people, then moms are evil. <laughs> i still love her to pieces it's
2: just it's just mm, i I wish she hadn't gone that way but i see i see why do you give
0: her any of the dark hold because she had the dark hold which can turn a person evil Mm. do you see what i'm saying that brings me back to
2: agents of shielding
0: oh yeah that
2: brings me back to the dark hold anger right that
0: yes which I believe you are going to be talking about later. Okay, okay, that's later. okay. Spoilers. <laughs> 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 okay, so then Kimmy, um, cause Bonnie's was Wandavision mm-hmm. is what recommends to watch. What would you recommend for people to watch?
2: Okay, so I love all of them. Yes, they're all great. Yeah, but uh, for standalones, my standalone rewatch was Doctor Strange.
0: Oh, very. It's nice. When I just
2: need that bit of. Wonder and craziness, and when you need a good standalone Marvel one that's just fun, yeah. it's that one for me, but also Black Panther all the way. Yes. Mm-hmm. As standalones are lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and very just true. work very well. I'm so excited for the next book. I know, right? Uh, it's supposed yeah. to be
0: so good. <laughs> Ryan Kugler's been like leaking different stuff, and it's like, <laughs> oh my God. Okay, that's really tough because, um, mm, uh, okay, did so did I steal one of yours? <laughs> no, no, you actually really made me think about it because my personal favorite is Captain America, like America's ass. Yeah. Um, I love that one. I love the morality in that one. I love that character. I love everything about it. Like that one is my jam. And that if it's one's got
2: Peggy. Then it's instantly better. I
0: freaking love Peggy. <laughs> A lot yeah. of it is Peggy. Let me just tell you, well, of like course. she's amazing. However. When you mention Black Panther, that is when I watch that, that's the kind of future that I wanna be in. That's the kind yeah. of like like, okay, so Captain America is nineteen forty two. I don't really love for <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't love living in the I mean, World War Two. There's a
2: whole spinoff for why it was not great for people right. to be in the 40s. It's
0: not like, I love the characters, but I don't love the time period. I don't want to like totally evoke yeah. that. But if I want to escape and I want to recommend somebody to escape into something really beyond themselves, yet beautiful, I'd say Wakanda. Yeah, so I would yeah. totally say Black Panther. I think you convinced me and that's what I would recommend. Yeah, it's
2: the ones that are the most magical. that The ones that are the start and that are magical, like Doggy yeah. Strange, Black Panther, and even Shang-Chi. Yeah, Shang-Chi was, was great. I just I rewatched that the, the other day. I think those are the trilogy of standalone yeah. introduction ones that work really well as recommendations.
0: Yes, exactly. I think um, if somebody loved martial arts movies or mythology, I would probably go Shang-Chi. Mm, yeah. Um, Andy Bradley Baker. Andy Bradley Baker. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, there's food dogs come to life. It is so awesome. Um, but. Exactly. Okay, sorry. It's like, I'm now thinking about my choices. Now, <laughs> so that kind of leads me to, my lady, because if you have watched any Marvel TV shows mm-hmm. or movies, you have seen my gal's name in the credits. Thanks. So, you have seen, produced by Victoria Alonzo. Don Dun, 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 Okay. So, granted, there are, like, seven to nine producers on every single Marvel movie nowadays. Yeah. There's a lot of producers. <laughs> um, and there's a lot of producers because there's a lot of moving parts. Like, if you watch all the credits, they, like, film it in, like, a whole bunch of different countries. hmm <laughs> And all that kind of good stuff, Uh, including a couple of different like states that they also film in as well. All of them. One of them will be Georgia at any given point. It's Georgia. Text breaks. But anyway, um, the only ones that you may know, the only one. There's only one Marvel movie you do not see Victoria's name on, and it's Incredible Hulk with Ed Norton. But a lot of us geeks, we don't even count the Incredible Hulk with Ed Norton as Marvel MCU.
2: (laughs) I only watched it so that I'm ready for She Hulk. There was no other way to convince me to watch that.
0: Yes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) She Hulk's going to be I mean, I'm mildly scared
2: by the trailer, but it should be great. No, it's going to be great. What game is that called? Uh, Tree
1: got some kind of game off a Kickstarter, and it's like there's like a big box, and it's a co op game. Yes. And you have all the little Marvel dudes and he just got the X-Men thing. And right. Of course, you get all the little expansion things. So you can be, you know, almost a hundred different little dudes. Oh. And I, I'm She-Hulk. Every time. And I, like, punch people in the face. <laughs> yes. And I'm very excited about it.
0: It should be fantastic. So, yeah. So if we don't count, the reason why we don't count the Incredible Hulk for a variety of reasons. Uh, but also, it came out in 2008, the same year as Iron Man. Mm. Now Victoria has been on every Marvel movie since Iron Man 2008, which is kind of the start yeah, of. Most
2: people say Iron Man's the start. Is the start? But it's yeah. sort of the main. Like it's the intention. Un- yeah, it's the it's the start of when you're actually absolutely sure that everything's in the same universe. Now. Right,
0: when they were actually building it, of we're going to start yeah. here and then we're going to build this whole thing from here. The
1: interconnectedness.
0: Right. Exactly. It's not
1: the bouncy Hulk. Right. It's right. a Different one. Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Okay so but I do feel like I have to explain what the hell a producer is <laughs> because to pull from another movie Swingers uh, the joke is if you tell somebody you are a producer they don't have any follow-up questions if you tell somebody you're a comedian they'll say tell me a joke you know what I mean if they if you are a writer what did you write you know but if you tell somebody a producer they don't they don't ask nothing because they assume it's an important job but they don't know what you do. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> So, my retired movie maker, Ness, to give, you know, uh, our listeners a little pro tip of what a producer is, um, it is, they are responsible for finding a project and making sure it gets made. So, they are kind of a head cheerleader, if you will, Um, but when I produced films, and my films were way smaller than Marvel, like way, 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 (laughs) way, 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 like not even 1% of Marvel, um, my responsibilities I boiled down were tea, toilets, and talent. Those are the three things that I was in charge of. Making sure the cast and crew was fed, that they were taken care of, and that they had their needs met. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much the producer. Um, That whole of finding the project and making sure it gets done, it even is making sure an actor doesn't get pissed off during the mid of filming and doesn't, like, bail on the production. (laughs) (laughs) So it is a lot of that. Uh, producer will even hire the writer and director and a few more key people like marketing team and stuff like that Um, but if you have Disney behind you oh
2: Oh, Disney the mouse overlords Uh,
0: right exactly if you get those mouse overlords then it's um, it's a lot easier Um, but you also have a lot of pull though within your position too because you have uh, the mouse house behind you so um, so why would you give a shit about Victoria right Uh, she is one of many names on a very big popcorn multi bazillion dollar company um well let's start here so in april of 2022 victoria was awarded the glad media award for outstanding film for the eternals remember the eternals that had a ton of new characters in it (laughs) and a lot of story right off the (laughs) get-go Um, it was a great movie. I loved it. But my whole thing is like, dude, this could have been six movies and then a super movie. Like, I don't. It was, I would have waited.
2: It was great, but it was a lot. Yeah,
0: it's like just unfurl them one at a time. <laughs> um, okay, but when she won the Glad Media Award. Um, at the same time, this is when Florida had the don't say gay bill. Remember mm. that crap? Mm. Yeah. So the other reference you need to know, as I tell you what she said at her awards uh, speech, is Bob Chapnick is the CEO of Disney. Okay. So here is what she said in her acceptance speech for the Eternals at the Glad Awards. Quote, if you are a member of the LGBTQIA community and you work for the Walt Disney Company, the last two to three weeks have been a very sad event. Mm -hmm. I asked Mr. Chapnick for the courage for a 45 minute sit down. I asked him to look around and to truly see that what we sell is entertainment for the family. We don't choose what family. Family is the entire room. Family is a family in Texas, in Arizona, in Florida, in my home. So I ask you again, Mr. Chapnick, please respect if it is selling family Do not take a stand against all of those crazy, outdated, or do, sorry, take a stand. Take a stand against all of those crazy, outdated laws. Take a stand for family. Stop saying that you tolerate us because nobody tolerates us. Let me tell you that. You tolerate the heat in Florida, the humidity in Arizona or Florida, (laughs) or the dryness in Arizona and Texas. You tolerate a tantrum of a two-year-old, but you don't tolerate us. We deserve the right to live, to love, and to have, and more importantly, we deserve an origin story.
2: Ho, ho, ho. Right?
0: She continues I encourage all of you to stop being silent. Silence is death. Silence is po- is poison. If you don't stand up, if you don't fight, if you don't give your money, if you don't vote then all we do is have a party and be gay. So fight, fight, <laughs> fight, fight, fight fight. As long as I am at Marvel Studios I will fight for representation for all of us. Nice. So I'm just saying, do you love her? Do you love her? I love her. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So that's that's why I wanted to cover Victoria. Okay. So would you like to know her origin story? Yeah. (sighs) Right. Okay. So she was born in Argentina. (laughs) Nice. Lovely. (laughs) So she was born in Argentina and she moved to Seattle at the age of 19. So at the time in Argentina, it was a military dictatorship. So she was actually uh, quoted in a Whiskey and Sunshine article and she said, quote, "People were getting taken away and killed. My father died when I was 6 and my mother never remarried. She was a uh, highly uh, she was a high official in the Ministry of Education and she kept us safe. She kept us strong, she kept us open-minded, and she never took anything from anybody, not the military, not no one." So Alanza or uh, Victoria's childhood was very traumatic living in that dictatorship mm-hmm. um she did say my mom is the woman that was left on the road bleeding with me in her hands and for not saying something uh thugs came up to beat her up and left her for dead on the street And I was in her arms. Yeah, exactly. Um, She said that her mom is a strong, strong woman. um, And just when she regained consciousness, she got up and they left the country. So, yeah. So she left in traumatic fashion. Um, Victoria took that fighting spirit with her to Los Angeles when she started working in visual effects. So she comes from a visual effects background. Um, She worked at this little teeny tiny company called Digital Domain. Digital Domain Mm. is famous for doing the Titanic special effects. And then everybody else's. So Victoria was at Digital Domain for four years as a producer. Um, She is one of the many visual effects houses that uh, Marvel employs, the Mm -hmm. the digital domain. But uh, Victoria was the visual effects producer on The Sixth Day, which was Arnold Schwarzenegger. I almost forgot about that movie. It's horrible. I mean, the visual effects, I'm sure, are breathtaking. (laughs) But it is the sixth day with her own Schwarzenegger. Um, she also did the visual effects for Kingdom of Heaven, which was Orlando Bloom. Cats mm-hmm. and Dogs, which I'm assuming Bonnie's totally seen. The Cats and Dogs, where um, they're like CG'd, so they're all talking and fighting. No.
1: <gasps> I haven't seen that one.
0: Okay, I totally need to share that one. It's very good. <laughs> the Boss Cat is like a mafia cat. And it's a white fluffy name snowball. Is that
1: the thing, like the Life of Pets or whatever?
0: No, because this no. is uh, this is CG.
2: Did it inspire mm. Secret Life of Pets?
0: Yeah, probably. Oh. But I mean, let me put it this way. Dogs and cats battling each other. That's been a movie, a cartoon, a thing for uh, since eternity. <laughs> since I believe the Egyptians. <laughs>
1: the, the 90s with the... Uh, is it? Cat dog? Homeward Bound or whatever. Oh, yes. Right. Yep. Exactly. All this is dynamic. a
0: way better version of Homeward Bound.
1: No. And stuff. We used to... Yeah. I used to rent VHS. Yeah, yeah, From Marsh. Yes. Before Blockbuster. <laughs> right, exactly. Milo and Otis. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. All the time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Classics. Yeah, no, good. I like yep. it. Um, she also did special effects for Shrek. Even though Shrek is animated, there are like, um, there are digital effects in it. Um, and Big Fish. Big Fish mm-hmm. was a uh, yeah. the Tim Burton movie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, so, in 2005, she joined Marvel Studios, and her title was the Executive Vice President of Visual Effects and Post-Production. Right? She has been promoted to a much longer title. <laughs> so, she was then promoted to, and I love this title, President of Physical Post-Production VFX and Animation at Marvel Studios.
1: So, it's the back of her cart say?
0: right (laughs) (laughs) this is true yes um so in such a boys club of comics and in a boys club of filmmaking and in a boys club of visual effects Mm -hmm. there is also a boys club of producing
2: um
0: so we are so lucky uh not only to have her like in the room Um, But fighting for representation and the rainbow of humanity we have in this galaxy for potential, like, exposure and stories and nuances. Um, And she's got this huge resume, like, behind her as well. So... And staying power. She's been at Marvel since 2008. 2015. But 2008 is, you know, when it all started in, you know, my mind. Because Iron Man. Um, So AP interviewed her and they asked her because somebody, well, not somebody, Because a couple of people will call her the most powerful woman in Hollywood. Jeez, I wonder why. Um, So they asked, you know, what does she think about that? Um, And does she feel like she is the most powerful woman in Hollywood? And she said, honestly, no. What I feel is that I have to keep working. And there's a lot I do. I appreciate the titles. It seems to me that it is very important for young women in the world who relate in some way, who can look at my career and look at me and say, well, if it happened to her, it could happen to me but besides that to me it continues to be about the daily work the strength and the dedication so and I'm like going yes she gets it if she can see it she can be it for other people mm-hmm. but to her she just you know it's another day it's another movie it's another gig let's just make it the best we can yes uh, she is married to Emile Cochrane, uh, who has shown up a few times in the MCU I don't know if you remember her but she was Dr. Goodman in two episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They were the ones when Phil went to Tahiti. She was the doctor and kind of like the scrubs. No,
2: but I have not watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in a while, which I will. It is,
0: it's a deep, it's a deep reference, it's, yes. Yeah, it's
2: probably the season one flashbacks and when he was hallucinating. Yes, so exactly. I just can't, I just can't visualize it. But then again, but I never can. You're totally fine. But
0: Victoria's <laughs> wife is a gorgeous Australian gal. Nice. Oh my gosh, she's gorgeous. Uh, The couple also has a daughter together as well. We love it. <laughs> So some of the awards that Victoria has won in 2004, she was nominated for Big Fish for visual effects from the British Academy Awards. In 2016, she was the first woman to win the Harold Lloyd Award for her work in visual effects. Which I always think this is a weird one that I always like want to explain. So like Harold Lloyd was a silent film actor um, back in the 20s, kind of the Charlie Chaplin era. So you're like visual effects, what the hell? Well, there's two very famous Harold Lloyds that if you've never seen a silent film, you've seen these. One of them is a black and white of a guy hanging off a clock. Do you know mm-hmm, what I'm talking yeah. about? He's hanging off the big hands. So that is a visual effect because he's actually only a few feet off the ground. But it looks like, and the way that they filmed it with forced perspective and Matt mm-hmm. Drunk, that he looks like he's really, really high up. Another one is an entire house falls oh, yeah. and he's standing oh. in the doorway so that was actually a real life effect, but it was just timed perfectly. Um, so that's why the visual effects are, if you can make it look Harold Lloyd good, <laughs> yeah. then you win the Harold Lloyd Award of, we forget that it's a movie and that it's a trick. And she was the first woman to win that award. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty damn cool. Um In 2020, she won the Golden Reel Award. And then uh, in 2021, she was the top honoree at Outfest Visionary Awards. Mm. So, yes, exactly. So she announced in June that she is going to publish a memoir, Bonnie.
1: (gasps) I know, right? (laughs) Can we we get her hair? That's what we're going to try. Let's try it. Let's try it. Okay. So uh,
0: Variety published a story uh, saying this is her quote for writing her book. You don't need a cape. You don't need a hammer. You don't need a shield. Your superpower is your voice and your voice will create change for yourself, for society, and for those who you love. Use your voice and you will create the kind of energy that will bring change to us. Your Do not use your voice for silence. Silence is poison. So the nice. book is set to release on May 2nd of 2023. Okay. Uh, and I am all here for it. And Victoria, if you want to come here to the Gals Guide Library, the first would be honored. first uh, women's history lending library in the country, and do like a book signing. Like we are all about it. Yes, all of it, exactly. <laughs> and I'll also be like like first in line to buy the book. <laughs> so that is my lady. Amazing. Any questions about Victoria Alonso? Are you guys familiar with the name? Have you seen the name, like, every single time? Yes. Kevin yeah. Peggy, I and then yeah. <laughs> Louis DePosito, and Sarah Victoria Hayfen. Alonso. Yeah. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Sweet. Exactly. All right, well, then I will wrap it up for us. However, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I just have too many pieces of paper. No, here we go. Uh, Well, that wraps it up for us this week. Join us next week for another cool woman of history as the Gals Guide podcast continues. Thanks for listening. For show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a Gals Guide patron today. Thanks for listening.